You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in to another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We are so excited that you are listening, and we want to remind you and take this opportunity for you to subscribe hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to our podcast so you can be notified whenever we drop a new episode. And thank you so much to all of you who have left reviews, who have left ratings. This definitely helps put our podcast in front of more listeners. So we definitely appreciate all of you who are showing us love and who are joining us on this podcast journey. Eddie, how are you feeling today? Today's a great day. Um, You know, it's one of those days where you had 401 things happening (laughs) at the same time. Uh, But at the end of the day, everything was able to get done. Um, And the great thing about busy days are that it do, they do make the day go fast. You know, there's something about slow days, especially slow, boring days that just feel like they go on forever and ever and ever. Um, And then you have those other days that are like completely hectic and then you blink. Oh, man, it's already six o'clock. Where has a day gone by? Um, So today was kind of one of those days. A lot of things happening at once. uh, But I'm just super excited to be here um, for today's episode. How's everything with you? Yes, everything is going great. I can definitely uh, relate to what you're saying about just, uh, you know, uh, having those jam-packed days right from beginning to end, but definitely uh, grateful for it all. And today we um, are very excited for our guest because we uh, like, you know, I I was reminded of this a few days ago at the beginning of this year, we kind of had said to our listeners and made um, a a goal, right, to have different voices come on the podcast and share and be a part of it. And, um, you know, I think we have been doing a great job in getting different guests on our podcast to talk about, you know, different projects they're involved in and different things they're doing. And today is no exception. We have um, a worship leader that is joining us today, and he's going to talk all things worship. We're going to get into, um, you know, some of his his videos and things that he um, is currently doing. So listeners out there, please welcome to the God Life Culture podcast, Osby Berry. Osby, can you please say hello to our listeners? Hello, everybody. This is Osby here. I am Beyond, <laughs> beyond excited to be a part of this um, this podcast. Thank you again uh, to Miguel and Eddie for inviting me. This is going to be exciting. It definitely is. And one of the things that we always like to do with our guests is ask them the very first question, um, which allows our listeners that may not be familiar with them or kind of know them from a video and can't put the face to the name. You know, sometimes a lot of that stuff happens Mm -hmm. um, to describe themselves a little bit. So for those people that may not know who you are, how would you answer the question of who is Osby Berry? Um, Man, it's it's very simple, man. I'm just a a guy from Ohio who just so happens to love God, love family, and love his people. Um, that's just that's just who I am, man. And it's very simple, cut to the point. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you always lived in Ohio? Yes, I'm uh, born and raised Cincinnati. 
Five one three all day. <laughs> Five one three. Say where that we rep. Like I'm from Brooklyn, so I'll rep like seven one eight out hey. there in Ohio. It's five one three. Awesome, awesome. So now, currently, what is the weather over there in Ohio? Well, actually, I I no longer live in Ohio. I live in Oklahoma now, but I'm currently currently in Jamaica. Okay. Really? Look at oh. you. <laughs> so the weather here is 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 amazing. <laughs> Okay, nice. and I'm here thinking, you know, it's like 80s here in New York. Like, this is like really <laughs> nice weather. Okay, over there in Jamaica, enjoying. That's great. That's great. Um, can you speak a little bit on that? I know, you know, we, uh, we're we going to dive into everything that you do and all things worship, but um, the importance of taking some time to rest and relax. Obviously, you are in Jamaica. When we think of Jamaica, when we think of places like that, we think of like vacationing, the beautiful beaches, the beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. How important is it to disconnect and uh, take some time to rest? Oh, it is. It is very crucial. Um, I, I'm a strong believer in 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 that you cannot pour out from an empty well. Um, so that taking time like this to kind of just reflect and time to meditate and fully like hone in and fine tune our ears. And sometimes, you know, just like with a car, you have to get it all changed. You have to get a tune up. So it's, it's maintenance. And that's what taking time away from everything and everyone. Um, although I am here for a ministry trip, <laughs> but I got a couple <laughs> days to just relax and, you know, do the thing or whatever. But it's it's important to take that time to like li- like really hear the voice of God about what to say, what to do in, in the next. That's awesome. Um, you know, one of your your videos on YouTube, on your YouTube channel that you put up, you were talking about uh, worship and your title of the video was very uh, captivating, right? And it seemed like, uh-oh, what is he about to say right now, <laughs> right? And you posted about. a video <laughs> on your channel saying that you were done creating worship moments, right? And yeah. then obviously that everyone started clicking on that video. Like, what is he talking about? No, is he done? Like, what, what do you mean? And um, you spoke about instead of creating worship moments, creating a worship atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So can you speak a little bit about the difference between creating a worship moment and creating a worship atmosphere? Absolutely. Um, atmosphere and moment are very, very different. And, you know, in the, in the context of a worship, uh, worship service where I was here, oh, let's, let's, let's gather our minds in. Let's, 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 let's bring in the moment. And with any moment it passes, but I would rather create an atmosphere where, where the Holy Spirit can just really like live, you know what I mean? And it all, all goes, it all starts at home. Like I would refuse to um, or I would be, I wouldn't be the worshiper that I am today if I just, you know, worship on the stage rather than worshiping at home, because mm-hmm. it's it's very hard, it's very hard to lead people to a place that you haven't been. Yes, yeah. very 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 hard, and people will notice that you haven't spent time with God. And I and I truly like I, I tell anybody that if your your private time with God will show up in the public. So mm-hmm. if you're not spending time reading your word, if you're not spending time worshiping God, if you're not spending time like listening to God, it's going to show and how you talk to people is going to show and how you lead your people. Um, it's going to show and how you treat people. It's, it's going to show up any in any way, shape or form. So it's important that we create that the create the atmosphere at home and then it'll translate to to the stage or to the to the arenas that we're that we're ministering in. Definitely. And I think one thing that's 
you know, those who tune into church services, right, and they and or go to church, right, they see worship leaders on stages, on platforms, you know, big churches, you know, uh, they may even see you, you lead worship at Transformation Church, right, Pastor Mike Todd's church, and they may see that uh, you know, service and tune in, but they don't see, I guess, everything else that it takes, right? Because le being a worship leader is not just the time that you are on that stage or the time that you are on the platform and singing those songs. There is preparation that takes place both spiritually and also just in your craft. Yeah. So how do we develop that balance? You know, worship leaders out there, how do they create that balance where they're focusing on the act of leading worship in the moment, right, in that uh, arena, in that church, in the congregation, and also making sure that they're kind of living out that lifestyle of worship every day. Um, and you, you just said it right there. It's it's a lifestyle. And I know that we, again, we, we heard that worship is a lifestyle in the context of the church, but it truly is. It's, it's how we live. It's how we operate. It's how God created us to be. And um, and, when I, and one of my friends uh, mentioned, we have talked about it a long time ago, but he said that worship is two parts. It's one part submission and the other part adoration. When you're, mm -hmm. submitted, when you're submitted to something or someone, you, that means you're showing your love to them. And when we worship, that's what we do. That we, how, like I said, going back to what I said, is how you talk to people, how you love people. That's, that's how you worship. You know, and people, people think that worship is just this emotionally long weeping song and it's it's so much more than just the song it's so much more than a, a, than just the music or the chords that we play in here or the one four no it's more than it's more than that it's <laughs> literally how it's literally how we we can i don't know if you ever heard the, the the term that praise is praise is the 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 vehicle but worship is the destination. No, I'm sorry. Wor praise is the destination, but worship is the vehicle. That's what drives us into the presence of God. That's yeah. what leads other people to the presence of God. Like once I think we, we have to kind of demystify the, 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 the worship right now. Like it's, it's, it's amazing because a lot of people um, ask me like, Oh, how, how does it feel to be with the Maverick cities and all this and that, which is great. I'm not like, I love Maverick city. Shout out to Maverick city. That's the fam. <laughs> but I don't want I don't want to mislead people in the idea of idolizing worship too. That's a dangerous yes. place to be. Like we cannot idolize worship. Worship was never meant to be idolized. Worship was meant to be a pure form. The word says that he's looking for worshipers to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we have to lead people in that truth. How 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 can we do that if we don't even know the truth about ourselves in him? If we don't know right. who we are in him. Absolutely. And, and you know what? We find that when we worship God. Yes, 100%. You know, one of the things that, you know, there's a lot of things <laughs> from what's been said that I kind of want to like jump all on. Uh, but I do like the idea of making uh, two things uh, noted. Number one, that the idea of not to idolize worship, um, you know, which I agree with. And these are conversations that Miguel and I have also had as well, where there is this thin line or like this slippery slope when, you know, it goes from, liking the style, liking the music or liking the flow that's being put out there to now all of a cut, all of a sudden fanning out. And then right. the issue right. with that is that you're fanning out because of the individuals <laughs> and not because of the God they're trying to lead you into worship with, exactly. um, you know, and he's like, I see a couple of videos around and stuff and I'm like, ah, that looks a little tricky. <laughs> 
Yeah. And um, even, I even want to speak into that. Like, I, and if I'm being, and if I can be really transparent, can I be transparent on your podcast? Absolutely. Yes. yes. I, it, <laughs> it really bothers me when people come up to me and say, oh, you did this amazing job, da, 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 da. Or, hey, look, here's eyes. We did it. Like, I never was the one, like, I, I'm always the one that serves in the background. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just so happened to unveil me when so will I went out and push me into the front. So a lot of attention is like, I, I I don't want the attention to be placed on me, but the God that lives on the inside of me is that's what I want people to see. And like no, you said, I, people, people like attract to that. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, you hit it right in the head too with the, with the, you know, the video that went viral with you back in, I think it was about 2018 of you singing So Will I, you know, was actually a video that I myself saw enjoyed was like oh yes lord have your way god and um you know it has over 45 million views people you know famous people like justin beaver have also you know shared the video was all over social media you know and it was actually a moment um you know and it was a moment that brought a lot of people you know to an opportunity of worship it brought a song that maybe a lot of people were familiar with um but just came from a different place also because brother you sang that from deep within so it was definitely uh, a great thing that did go viral you know especially in the age of technology there's so many crazy you know non good things that go viral in the world to have a video like that go viral is definitely great because of the reach which you know a lot of times us you know when we're in ministry and stuff you know we just do what god sends us to do and then he's the one that you know, plants the seeds, how, you know, wherever they fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but here is an opportunity where you are actually aware of the reach that this moment or, you know, this this moment in time where you would just, you know, absolutely. Um, what's the word? I don't uh, like um, the word is in Spanish. I can't think of it in English. What's in Spanish? Like, <laughs> surrendered. Like, yeah, there you go. Surrendered. surrendered. Um, you know, that you can actually see the numbers and the people that have seen it. So let's talk about that a little bit. When this happened back in the, in the day, 2018 or whatever, what did you think of the moment? Honestly, I was just doing what I've always done. Um, people just, like I said, people just so happened to be introduced to what God has already done in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I wasn't looking to be the next big thing. And, and that, and honestly, I just want to touch that too, because a lot of worship leaders are trying to be that, that person or the girl or the guy. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very careful because with being that person, you don't know what that person had to sacrifice. You don't know how yeah. many tears they had to cry or how many times they were overlooked and undervalued and overutilized and all these different things. And like, I was just serving, like I was literally at a, at a youth camp with no intention of being putting this, we, we had no intention of even putting this out. We just wanted to just throw something out there just to have in this, in the, in the YouTube space. And the Lord just happened to breathe on it. And like I said, I still don't know to this day how it happened, but I know I can say that it was nothing but God. Yeah, you know, and that that reminds me of that saying, you want the glory, the saying, you want the glory, but don't know the story, Absolutely. You know, which is like a very like Christian lingo thing yeah. uh, to say. But it is very true. It is so true that a lot of people see something like that happen and don't understand what it took that individual to get to a place in their life, whether it's a place where they could be so vulnerable and transparent and open with God in their worship. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's not something that you wake up and like, oh yeah, today's the day I'm gonna do that. <laughs> you know, there's a Absolutely whole process. Not. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, there's a process that goes into that. Yeah, and I love what you said about being, you know, you were just serving, right? And being obedient at that youth camp. And I think so many times people are waiting for their moment, right? So they're waiting for, you know, that invitation to go to this church. They're waiting mm-hmm. for, you know, that camp to happen. They're waiting for this. They're waiting for that. And they're neglecting kind of the small opportunities to serve in their local church or to serve at a youth camp, to yes. maybe serve somewhere where there's only 50 people, 100 people in the crowd, you know, and you know, your moment, right, that that viral moment that, you know, God kind of used um, in that moment of time, you were being obedient where you were, right? Yes. And I think it's a lesson that, you know, our listeners, uh, we can can learn from the idea of being obedient where we are right here and right now, even if that's not our final destination, even if that's not where we want to be, where, you know, the where we dream of being, right? If that's mm-hmm. where God has us at that moment, let's give our 100%, right? Our 100% in worship and in service, because again, we just never know what God has planned and what he's going to do with your obedience in that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you, you nailed it right on the head. Like we, we, the word even, the word even says that despise not the small beginnings. Like, like you don't know what, what that, that one act of obedience will unlock. You know what I mean? And I even want to speak into something that you said about going out to different things, different venues and stuff. I, I want this to be very clear. I hope that the listeners are hearing me very clear when I say, <laughs> yes, <laughs> please, do not confuse opportunity with assignment. I'm going to say that one more time. Please do not confuse an opportunity with an assignment. And let me let me break down what that means. If you're given the opportunity to go, I'll use, use this as an example. You've been given the opportunity to go to Jamaica, but you you didn't consult with God about it. He didn't assign you to it but you still go, <laughs> you, you, something will happen there in the opportunity, but God's hand won't be on it because why he didn't assign you to it. Yeah. When we, when we can shift our mindset from chasing opportunity and then being led, being, being led by assignment or where God wants to be, God wants to place us. That's where He can get the most glory out of it, and it doesn't matter the dollar amount. It doesn't matter how big or small the venue is. If the Lord, if first of all, you have to have a relationship with God. Let's just start there. If you're not talking with God at this point, what you doing? <laughs> like, what are you going to like? Like you need to take time and talk to God. Like talk to Him and literally like ask God. Like, hey, this is this is what happened. This is what's going on. This is the opportunity that I have. My flesh wants to jump at this, but what do you say about it? And allow God to give his stamp of approval, because when his stamp is on something, the glory will be even greater. And it won't be for your glory, but it'll be for his. And we chase opportunities so that we can be seen on Instagram or that we can be seen on YouTube doing this. And it, and we, we just chasing. We're chasing. Right. But God's like, I want to place you somewhere that's already yours. But you, it's it's it, this could be yours, but you haven't even consulted me about the about the, about the opportunity, right? So you, it's 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 so important that we shift our mindsets to that, so that God can truly develop our discernment, truly develop develop the relationship and the the rapport that we should have with God. Like 
when doing that, like literally it's, it's for me, it's even got to a point like, Lord, what do you want me to wear today? Okay. Do you want me to wear these shorts? No. Okay. They're too short. All right. Let me go ahead and put these pants on. Like it's gotten to the point where I literally involve God in my everyday thinking. Did it happen? Did it happen right away? Of course not. But over time, you, it's like building a spiritual muscle. When the more you talk to God, the stronger your 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 prayer life will be. The stronger the relationship with God will be. And that's where He wants us to be. He wants us. He just wants us. Like He. That's all He wants. Like we we overcomplicate what who what and who God is. Like He is everything that we want Him to be, and He just wants us to be in His presence. Like. The, the God who can heal, the God who can deliver, the God who can set free, the God who is still making ways when there is completely no way in our life. He's ready to he's wanting he's beckoning us to come into his presence. That's and that's that's it. That's all he requires. He requires us to be in his presence. Yeah. And I mean, just hearing you talk, you you sound again like an individual, a worshiper who has grown, who has learned from experience, who has learned and matured in his relationship with the Lord. And I think that is the goal as well, even for worshipers and leaders that are out there. There needs to be that growth, right? There needs to mm -hmm. be that maturity that we reach. And looking at that video, you know, from 2018, and, you know, um, I know that was kind of the way you were introduced to so many people at once. Um, looking at that video, what has God or what have what has have you learned? I'm sorry about God, you know, today in 2021 that you didn't know back in 2018. What has God taught you or what new you know, facet of God's character have you tapped into that you know today that you didn't know back in 2018? Wow. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> heavy. Um, <laughs> this season right, right now um, is... Okay, I'll, 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 leave, I'll, stay, I'll start with this. We and and this could be someone that may be listening that may understand what I'm where I'm coming from. There's a tension that's happening right now in the body of Christ where we 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 know what God has said, right? But it doesn't match to what we see. And it's the tension that that okay, I God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you, but this don't look right. Like you told me that X, Y, Z would happen. And Lord, you told me over here that it would happen. And for me in this season right now, God has literally been stretching to the, to the, to the point of breaking my faith with him. Like there's situations happening in my life, even currently where it's like, Lord, I do not know where, like what you want me to do. Like, but I'm, I, but not my will but your will be done. And what that, and what, and what happened with me doing that with, with that posture, that's where God can be like, okay, I can, I can trust you. And the more that God trusts you and the more that you put your trust in him, it doesn't matter what man has to say. It doesn't matter what your, what your checkbook looks like. It doesn't matter what your circumstances may look like. I always say, if God said it, then it is settled. You don't have to worry, question, ask, um, as uh, Google, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you don't have to do any of that. Like if God made you a promise, and that's where I'm at, is trusting the promise of God. Like that's where I really am. Like trusting in the word that He declared years ago, and He's making it. He's going to. He, he is a man of His word. 
He wherever he sends his word to the word says it has to come back complete. It does not return back to him void. It does not. So if God told you that you will be healed, if he told you that you will be set free, if he told you that you will be the curse breaker in your family, if he told you that he's 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 pruning you and he's 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 carving you out. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it hurts. But these are growing pains to develop you. Uh, Lean fully into that. Uh, And my my pastor, Mike, shout out to Pastor Mike. um, He always says that this season right now is cutting season. Um, two things is go- are going to happen. You're either going to be cut on or cut off. Um, the scripture says that a tree that bears no fruit will be cut off no, and to, 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 to get nothing else. But if a tree is bearing fruit, that means it's, it, it can be cut on. And from that cut, it will produce more. So yeah. I would like to pose the question to the, to the, to the listener, listeners, are you willing to be cut on? Are you are you willing to be cut on by God? Or are you willing to cut yourself off by disobe by disobeying God? Wow. And I mean, I love what you're saying. As you're talking, I'm looking at Eddie over here and I'm like, you know, shaking my head because these are conversations that we've had and, you know, things that we are also living as well. Right. I, I can definitely agree and attest to everything you're saying about being in that that, you know, being in the middle. Right. You're not where you were, but you're not at your final destination. You know what God has said, but you're not seeing it completely yet. Right. You're trusting that promise. And, you know, just this week, I've kind of been, you know, uh, reflecting and meditating on that, on trusting the promise and trusting the promiser. Right. And I think there is a difference between trusting God's promise and trusting God. Right. I can focus so much on the healing I am praying and desiring for the healing that God has promised me. But am I trusting the healing or am I trusting the healer? Right. Mm, I I think those are moments where we really do need to reflect where it's, you know, I want that financial breakthrough. I need, I want that house, Lord. I need this. I need that. But it's like, am I trusting the promiser to be Jehovah Jireh in my life? Yeah. And I think that there, that's the difference where even, you know, worship leaders and those who aspire to be worship leaders and, and lead people into the presence of the Lord. It's like when you sing Waymaker, Miracle Worker, when you sing these songs, which by the way, you know, you did post a video of it not too long ago. So <laughs> listeners go check that out if you haven't, right? Uh, when you sing those songs, it's not just, you know, lyrics. It's not just saying these things. You will have to live it, yeah. right? Yeah. And you will, you will have to be okay and willing to not only sing those lyrics but live the lyrics and know that you know what i'm singing it on this stage with so much power anointing authority i'm declaring it i'm looking at all the cameras i'm getting all the right angles right it's taking in all my worship but when i leave this place i have to live out the fact that he is a way maker i have to trust that he's a miracle worker and i have to believe that even when i don't see it he's working so i think again this is where you know uh i think many people just get stuck on the moments they get stuck on the titles and positions of you know being worship leaders and being you know youth leaders and youth pastors and you know senior pastors associate pastors all these things and they forget that there's just so much more than you know the 40 minutes that you're on you know that stage leading people into worship this truly is your life you said a whole mouthful, mouthful. <laughs> like, like literally that's that's really been my heart lately is just trusting in not what he can do but just simply simply who he is you know and i think like if we can like really dismantle the 
that kind that kind of thinking of like, okay, I know that he can heal, but are am I worshiping the healer, like you said, or am I? I know that I, I'm in need of protection, but am I worshiping the protection, or am I worshiping the God who can protect? The you know, it's it's yeah. <laughs> now, one of the things you know, there's a lot of stuff that, and I hope people are taking notes because this this is a really great conversation, and especially um, one a conversation that I feel like you said it's something that's really like happening, and I think you know um, while it could be happening to everybody, but I think specifically a lot of leaders, whether it be worship leaders or ministry leaders or whatever in the church, are kind of finding themselves all in this weird position, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think that it is a situation where it could be, you know, the Lord is testing my faith and, you know, the Lord, just, you know, is just checking me out, making sure that, you know, I'm serving him for who he is and not for what he could provide me with. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also think that we have to be wise in understanding that the enemy is also watching and likes to take advantage of these opportunities, you know, because it's so easy for us to, you know, grow a grudge or get upset with God and become angry, you know, because things aren't happening the way that we thought they were going to happen. Um, and, you know, we're like, Lord, I've been doing this for so many years. Like, what's up with me? What, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so it's it's very important that our listeners, anybody, you know, make sure that you can be able to check yourself. That when you find yourself going down a lane where you're allowing, you know, bitterness to enter into your heart, where you're allowing anger to enter into your heart, um, you know, that you cut that out. You know, we're talking about cutting on and cutting out. Cut mm-hmm. that out of your heart immediately. Yeah sets root into your heart it's going to be very difficult to pull that out um so you know it's it's just a word of advice another thing that i also wanted to say was that this advice that we're talking about does not only pertain to worship leaders so Mm -hmm. for our listeners that are out there you know even the simplest thing about you know understanding the difference between you know a moment of creating a worship moment and creating um a worship atmosphere those are things that everyone has the ability to do whether or not you have a great singing voice. You can set up a worship boat atmosphere at your house, by yourself, in your car, on your way to work, on your way to wherever, you know, and really dive into how you were saying about developing that conversation and developing that ability to have that communication uh, with the Lord. So everybody listening, you know, should be really taking heed to those words and applying them, you know, into their lives. You know, switching gears just a little bit, you know, because we're speaking so much about worship and, you know, you've given us great advice for, you know, worship leaders out there as well. You know, one of the things that I've always been curious about is about collaborations. You know, mm-hmm. and as a worship leader, there's already a bunch of collaborations that happens there between the musicians, between the rest of the worship team. If you have a worship team as well, um, you know, and then also, if I'm not mistaken, I think you uh, were on an album that was released last month um with worship mob cross worship um you know as well so when it comes to the idea of collaboration it sounds fun but i do think that there is a level of um patience and understanding that goes with that as well so what advice would you give to anyone who is about to enter into a collaboration with someone else Oh my God. Um, <laughs> um, I would say again, just make sure that it, that you're assigned to do it. Um, yeah. cause like, again, it, it sounds fun to, you know, be assigned to all these big names, but if God is saying, okay, I don't, I don't think you should do that. Then, 
just don't do it. I don't care what the percentages are because, again, we have to think business here, too. Like mm-hmm. there's percentages that comes with it. There's cuts that have to become. There's all the royalties and blase uh, blase. So like all these different things. And if God is like, OK, the numbers look good, but is my hand on this project. Yes, that's the, that's the main goal. So that so I so, yeah, make sure that you consult with God about any collaboration, big or small. If God said do it, then go for it. If he says don't, then I nah, nah fam, I, I can't do it. And it's, it's just simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> there are moments where even, you know, God does, you know, God stamps his approval up, down, left, right and center on it. But there may things that there may be things that arise because of maybe different personalities, different mm-hmm. work ethics, um, different uh, creative uh, spirits. You know, not everybody is creative the same way. Not everybody thinks the same way. So if there is a moment of, all right, Lord, I know you told me to jump on this, but something, you know, may where maybe people are bumping heads or you're not able to get, you know, something, an idea out there the way that you want to get it out there. What do you give? What advice do you give to those individuals? Um, God is not an author of confusion. Mm. Simple as that. If 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 it's too much back and forth, if there's tension between uh, the artists that you're trying to collaborate with and who oh, who get, get who get this cut of the song, it's, it's not worth the headache. <laughs> Believe me, it's not worth it's not worth the headache. Um, it's not worth it's not worth you losing sleep. It's not worth you losing your peace. It's not worth you losing your witness. Like, yeah. it's it's not worth it. So I, I would strongly advise, like, if you feel it's God and it's, and it's causing too much uh, tension and friction, it's not. It's not God. Okay. I love that. And I think, again, it's important because whether yours is a worship project or just, you know, something that you're coming together to do with a friend, there's always going to be those times where you're just going to have to realize, like, okay, God, is it you? you is this you? Like, what should I do? Right. And I think uh, collaboration is something that's beautiful. And unfortunately, I think because of lack of discernment, lack of wisdom and, you know, seeking God, we sometimes uh, don't have the best experiences, you mm-hmm. know, Um and switching gears completely and talking about something um, a little bit, uh, a little different. You posted on uh, your social media just a few weeks ago um, that you and your wife are expecting and you announced that you are expecting a baby girl. So we yeah. just want to say congratulations yes. on that. That is very exciting. Thank How? You. How do you feel right now in this season, right? I mean, we know you're you're traveling, you know, right now as well, uh, you know, leading worship at your church, also balancing your family, and now a new baby that is on the way. How are you balancing all of this? <laughs> that's that's so funny that you said that. I literally just, literally just had this conversation earlier today. Um, yes, all the all the things are good, you know, the transformations and the traveling it's it's amazing and i truly truly thank god but home is my first ministry yes um my family is my first ministry like above all else like because at the end of the day all of these things are going to pass away every all these these great things these opportunities that you know god has afforded me are going to be you know null and void but my family it's going to always be there. So I have to make sure it just even, even now, like even the fact that I'm here and I, and I'll touch on it very briefly, like I'm leaving tomorrow to go home because right now my wife is in the hospital, possibly about to deliver our daughter. Wow. Wow. And she's only five and a half months. 
So she said, babe, come home. I, I didn't even think twice. I need me a ticket up out of here. The, f- the first thing smoking tomorrow. Yes. And and although I, like I said, I had an event here, I, I told them straight up, like, I'm not going to be that that person to 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 spew my my heart, my hurt onto other people because that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier in the podcast, like it's you cannot pour from an empty well. And I'm currently in the process of being refilled. And I I I I, I my my mindset is to get home and be there for my wife. I I don't care about the 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 offer that they were giving me. I don't care about the the event. Like when I when I hear when I heard that my wife said, babe, I'm about to, they're talking about taking our, our daughter t- like today or t- this this week. I'm, I didn't even think twice. And that just goes to show like I don't and and and, and there may be a listener on here with with the wife or even even a husband. Like do not allow the 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 auspice or the the glitz and glamour of ministry be your god. Mm-hmm. Do not because that is a dangerous place to be and I've seen it on so many occasions that families are broken. Families are literally destroyed because because the drive of ministry drove a wedge in their marriage, drove a wedge in their children, drove a wedge in their friendships. Like they, I, and I refuse to be that guy to allow the uh, allow me run chasing basically chasing a check essentially be the reason why I do not have a family at the end that I can go to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I just for you to come to terms and and make that decision right and how you said that it was like, you know, there was not a lot of thinking there. You know what I mean? You need to be home and that's where you're going. And it's like, you know, I know I had this engagement and this assignment, but this, that, the third, I I think that it's something that again, people they see the they they see the visual, they see, you know, the the songs, they see the collaborations, they see the the platforms, but they don't see these things. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when you are chasing fame, when you are tra- chasing notoriety, when you are chasing, you know, uh the applause, right? That's when it becomes difficult. That's when it becomes, well, you know, this is a really good opportunity. Well, you know, there there's a lot of people here or or this is good, you know, and again, like you said, these are the moments where you know, the enemy just takes advantage, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 comes in to uh, do what he does best and that's destroy, right? And I just, I love what you said, you know, uh, we will definitely be praying for you and your family. And I know that God honors these type of actions, right? And this character, you know, God honors, um, you know, yes, even when you had something planned ministry wise that you can't go to because of your home and household. And, you know, that's more important at this moment. I have to believe that God honors that, you know, and that God is faithful to that word. I, you know, a lot of people, when they think of ministers and they think of, you know, pastors or teachers, they, they do have that, uh, that I guess reservation of that is their life. That Mm -hmm. is their number one priority. That is what they work for, especially when it's their, their livelihood. Right. And, um, you know, I, for one, I grew up in the church and my dad, you know, became pastor at the, when I was, uh, only 12 years old and, you know, all of those years, 
again, when people would see me and I would go and, you know, do different things at different churches and events, they would see me, they would always look at me with like that face of sadness, like, oh, you're a pastor's kid. It must be so hard. And, you know, again, that that assumption that, you know, your your dad is not home, he's not spending time with your family. You know, I, I hope you stay in the church and I hope you keep the faith and all these things. And I have to say, again, I'm very grateful that, you know, I did have um, that dad who was a pastor, but also took that time for family, yes. right? And I can say that he never put a second. And I understand that's not everyone's story, but I, I also understand that there are people out there like yourself who understand that value and that system and who honor it. And that is why, you know, uh, I think that is why there are those beautiful moments, right? So when you go and worship, when you get on that platform, when you lead worship at your church, it's just that much more powerful because you truly understand who you are and you understand, you know, your position as a leader and as a leader in your home. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, should be recognized. Now, Osby, you know, we've reached the end of the podcast. And oh, no, well, already? Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and is there anything you felt like, you know, you, you would like to say? Maybe there's something that God put in your heart that we didn't give you the, the segue uh, to touch on or to speak on that you would like to share with our listeners at this moment? Uh, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> listeners, uh, if y'all have not followed the Miguel show, I need y'all to go ahead and quit playing and subscribe today. Uh, yeah, this is good stuff, y'all. <laughs> yes, definitely. Now, let's also give your your social media handles and all of that to everyone so that they can follow you and, you know, look all your stuff up um, on, I don't know if you're only on Instagram, if you're a TikToker, I don't know. Oh, I, you know, TikTok, I'm, I'm trying to make it a thing, but eh, it ain't working <laughs> out. But <laughs> I am on Instagram and Facebook, Osby Berry, that's O-S-B-Y-B-E-R-R-Y. Please, not Osberry. I because I, I, I get that a lot. It's not Osberry, it's Osbyberry. <laughs> um, I'm also on YouTube as well, uh, same same place, um, Osbyberry. For sure. So listeners, be sure to go follow him on his social media. Check out his YouTube videos. He has some awesome worship covers, awesome worship moments, and just, you know, even just candid conversations as well. So be sure to follow and support and also just definitely, you know, take heed to everything that he said in his conversation. And just, you know, again, this is not just a moment. This is an atmosphere. This is a lifestyle that, uh, that we create. So Osby, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. We truly appreciate it. Miguel, Eddie, thank you guys again for inviting me. This has been absolutely amazing. <laughs> so thank y'all for having me. I appreciate you guys. Definitely. And listeners, thank you so much again for tuning in to this uh, podcast episode today. We want to remind you again to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified when we drop a new episode. We have some awesome guests coming up and definitely leave that rating, that review to help us out. We are so appreciative of all of our listeners and all of you who are joining us on this journey. Osby, once again, we thank you for taking out of your time to be with us. We'll be sure to keep you and your family in our prayers. Um, you know, we have youth night today at church. So I'm going to make sure that when the youth are doing their prayer moment, listen, I need you guys to lift up a special prayer for Osby um, and his wife and his beautiful baby girl um, who just need a little extra covering from the Lord at this Amen. moment. Amen. So thank, thank you. 
So we thank you for taking our retirement. We thank our listeners for joining us on the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>